Brace yourself and buckle up. You are about to hear a life-changing, history-making, world-defining message from the New Birth Podcast. Tell everybody you know, things will never be the same. Bless the Lord. Just stand to your feet all over this room. If you'll stand to your feet, please. I just need somebody to shout, but I know it's coming. Genesis chapter 12. Genesis chapter 12. Genesis 12, verses 2 and 3. This Sunday and next Sunday, I will just be in these two verses. Oh, there are specific directions and instructions that God has given to me to give to you. I need you in your exact same seat on next Sunday for the conclusion of the matter. Genesis chapter 12, verses 2 and 3. I want us to read it together with uplifted voices. Genesis 12, verses 2 and 3. Everybody declare together, I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you. Verse number 3, please. I'll bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I will curse. And all people on earth will be blessed through you. Let's go back to verse number two. I need you to declare it with authority, every person together. I will make you into a great nation, and I'll bless you. I'll make your name great. Verse number three. And whoever curses you, I will curse. And all people on earth will be blessed through you. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I want you to arm yourself with a writing instrument or I want you to go to the note-taking section uh, in uh, your cell phone on your device. There's some critical principles and keys that I want to give you on this, the first day of the new year. I want to preach, I want to declare, I want to impart, I want to download using as a subject I don't play about my family. I, I don't play about my family. Look, look at the person beside you and say, he's preaching to me already. He's, I, I don't play about my family. Over the holidays, my father assembled all the grandchildren to the side share with them a recollection that I was not privy to. It was an instance that took place his senior year of high school. He was serving as a busboy at a private country club in Baltimore. As a senior in high school, he's a waiter at this country club in Baltimore that's whites only. One of his classmates at his newly integrated high school was Caucasian, Jewish. And he was in the boardroom with his father 
with seven men surrounding him. They asked my father's classmate while my father was pouring lemonade what was his plans after graduation. And the young man said in the presence of his father and these other seven men that he was going to the University of Maryland to study business. The seven men then told my father's Jewish classmate, pull out a pen, find a sheet of paper. These are the classes you are to take. And these are the specific professors you need to be under. After they went through his course schedule for the next four years, all seven of the men pulled out envelopes stuffed with wads of cash and told him as a high school senior what stocks to buy. My father got off the job later that evening, caught the bus home. When he got off the bus, there's a group of men standing on the corner. And they asked him, what was he going to do after graduation? My father proudly retorted he was going to Morgan State and HBCU. And the black men on the corner jeered at him and said, why are you going to do that? It's a waste of your time. Just come and work at the factory with us. My father, 79 years of age, lamented to his grandchildren how he wished a group had surrounded him and advised him on career, on classes, on school, on real estate, and about money. He said to his grandchildren, my father did, he's done well in spite of not having a corner cheer for him. In spite of the community wanting him to hold fast to the status quo. I want to say this to somebody, whether you are 78 or 18, that even if you did not come out of a wealthy family, a wealthy family has got to come out of you. I want you to make that declaration. Whoever's sitting next to you, look at them, eyeball to eyeball. Look at them and tell them, even if you didn't come out of a wealthy family, say it with authority, a wealthy family has got to come out of you. Hebrews 12 and 1 says, we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. So let us throw off every weight and the sin that so easily entangles us. Let us run with perseverance the race marked for us. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, friends and comrades, today you are surrounded by the spirit of your ancestors. Your grandmother, your grandfather, your great aunt, 
those in your bloodline who you never met before. And they wanted you to know you are the one that generations of your family prayed for. You're getting ready to have opportunities they never knew existed. Walk through doors that they could have never knocked on. Sat at tables that they otherwise would have had to wait. You will be the Boaz or the kinsman redeemer for your bloodline. When Naomi and Ruth were in a devastating drought, they went to Boaz who brought them out of it. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. God is going to enrich you with wealth, not for you, but he's going to give you the authority of wealth to shoulder your entire family. You will be who your family has to call on in the middle of crisis. Y'all don't have that kind of faith. It is you that will pay the closing costs for your sister to get out of the apartment. It is you that will pay for your nieces and nephews to go to college. It is you that is going to retire your mother off of the job. It is you that is going to give your father the car he thought he would never you carry the wealth for your bloodline and as a consequence that young Jewish boy got envelopes passed to him and on this the first day of the year of our Lord 2023 there are four envelopes that I want to give all of you that I want you to take stock in these four blessings did not come from my father, but from the father of the faith, Abraham, from which the heavenly father gave to him. The blessings that I am about to give to you today are not, hear me well, they are not for individuals. I am releasing blessings today for households for families, for bloodlines. A blessing is to bestow goodwill, prosperity, and divine favor. You don't have to wait for somebody to sneeze for you to bless them. Today, a blessing is going to be pronounced over your life. I need you to just lift up both of those hands and declare out loud, Lord, bless me. Come on, say it again. Lord, bless me. Envelope number one that I give to you on this New Year's Day. Envelope number one. It's in Genesis 12, verse one. The Lord said to Abraham, I am going to give you a land. Here's the catch. I will show you. Hallelujah. You ain't seen nothing yet. He says, I'm getting ready to give you land. I will show you what eyes have not seen, what ears have not heard. He said, I can't even tell you about it in advance. I'm going to just show it to you. 
2 Corinthians 9 and 15. Thanks God for his indescribable gift. Staples singer said, I know a place. Ain't nobody crying. Ain't nobody worried. I'm going to take you there. I'm going to show you this place. John Maxwell says a leader is one who knows the way, goes the way, and shows the way. 1 Corinthians 15 and 51 says, Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall be changed. Ladies and gentlemen, I need you to lift up that hand to receive the first blessing of 2023. He's getting ready to show you. Hallelujah. I hope you'll receive it as the Holy Spirit gave it to me. He's about to show you changes in family members. Hallelujah. Y'all just miss what I just said. He said, I'm going to change their attitude. I'm going to change their habits. I'm going to change their lifestyle. I'm going to change their behavior. I'm going to change their belief system. I'm going to change the structure of their finances. I'm going to change their attitude right before your eyes. I'm going to change members of your household. Says, I'm going to show you. Lift up that hand. All of it is a blessing. I don't have a sermon today. Says, I'm getting ready to show you. Where are you going to work next? Hallelujah. I'm going to show you where you're going to live next. I'm getting ready to show you in a healthy relationship. I'm getting ready to show you a marriage that is not toxic and dysfunctional. I'm getting ready to show you everything you invested in your children come to pass. He says, I'm getting ready to show you. Keep that hand lifted. I don't want you to miss it. I'm getting ready to show you a land. But I need to take you out of your father's household. In other words, and this ought to be some of the best shouting you have done already this year. He says, in order for me to show it to you, I have got to take you away. I shudder to even say it. He says, in order for me to take you where I have for you, I have got to break, here's your shout, your father's mindset. How your father used to think is not suitable for you. What your father was satisfied with, what he would settle for, how he would operate is not what I have for you. You are not going to work 40 years at some job that's going to give you a gold watch. You are not going to have to get drunk every Friday night to drown away your sorrow and your pain. I've got to take you beyond your father's thinking of getting over and going from one place to the next. I 
I speak over every lifted hair that how your father thought is not what the divine father thinks for you. You are getting ready to soar past every person. Here's your shout. You are going to soar past everybody on your father's side of the family. You are getting ready to go past the gene pool of your father's bloodline. To a land I am getting ready to show you. You may be seated. You may be seated. Envelope number two. Envelope number one is to a land, I'll show you. Envelope number two, and I will make your family a great nation. Speak your family's last name, please. I will make your family a great nation. Gubernar says that a nation is a human group committed to a forming a community, sharing a language, having a common past and a commitment to the future with a demarcated territory. This year, your family will learn how to speak the same language. This year, you're going to be able to have and to complete difficult conversations with family members. This year, you've got too much to accomplish. You cannot fight relatives when you got an enemy fighting the family. A nation has to have defined territory. A nation has to have defined territory. A nation has to have defined territory. Lift up that hand to receive your second blessing. I speak a word over your family. I don't know where you are, but I feel the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit to declare a word over your family because every nation has to have territory. I speak home ownership. Home ownership. Home ownership. I cancel the spirit of a renter. You are an owner. Every place the sole of your foot shall tread upon, God is already giving it to you. I declare over every lifted hand, your house will be the family residence. I can't hear nobody, only your house will be big enough to hold all of the family gatherings. I hope y'all will receive this declaration. Your house will be passed down to the next four generations. Your children will never have to worry about where it is that they are going to live because there is real estate in your future. I don't know who I'm talking to, but when I hit the nail on the head, I hope you'll shout about it. I 
declare over every lifted hand this is your last year as a renter this is your last year as a renter this is your last year as a renter deeds of property are getting ready to have your name you will own houses that you don't even live in God is going to give you houses that you didn't even build I hear keys in the atmosphere I want you to lift up your keys right now wherever your keys are lift them up I said wherever your keys are lifted up wherever your keys are lifted up God said for as many keys are on your ring are as many properties that will be in your name I need you to shout for the real estate that you are about to walk into this is your year because you are the head and not the tail you are above all of the homeowners make some noise Be seated, please. Your family name won't die. Hallelujah. I said it last night. I say it again. I speak to closed wombs and open graves. Hallelujah. I don't know what kind of faith you all have. But I want to see if just 40 families will shout with me. This is the kind of faith I got. I don't know whether y'all can ride this wave or not. But can you imagine 2023 being a year of 12 months, 365 days, 52 weeks. I hope y'all will respond with faith that this will be a year of no funerals in your family. I got the wrong church. Y'all done had enough deaths in the last three years. I cancel every funeral in your family. Let God arise. You may be seated. Hallelujah. And envelope number three. Envelope number one to a land, I'll show you. Envelope number two, I'll make your family a great nation. Envelope number three, and I will bless you. And I will bless you. Hallelujah, I'm trying not to cry. I feel this power right here. And I will bless you. Lift up that hand. I'm talking to you. I ain't talking to your neighbor. And I will bless you. Hear the word of God over your life. And I will bless you. You're blessed in the city. You're blessed in the field. Lift up that hand. Your children will be blessed. 
what you're working on will be blessed your ideas will be blessed your business will be blessed your investments will be blessed I hope y'all the screen your friends will be blessed your retirement will be blessed your bank account will be blessed now wave that hand this ain't me you just received your blessing this ain't your pastor saying it this is what God said he said now I just blessed you this is a warning to anybody who tries to disrupt your blessing tries to manipulate your blessing minimize your blessing diminish your blessing attack your blessing scandalize your blessing God says anybody who messes with you this year they are under a curse I curse those that try to mess up your name I curse those that try to mess with your reputation I curse those that try to break your soul And my God will supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory. Lift that hand. Now unto him (laughs) who is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless to the throne of grace. I can't hear a screamer. May you have rest. May he rule. May he abide with you. Let the redeemed of the Lord open up your mouth and shout right now. God, I give you glory. I give you glory. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Envelope number four. Envelope number four. I'll make your name great. I will make your name great. Hallelujah. Your name may not be verified on Instagram. You don't have a blue check by your name. But he says, I'm getting ready to make your name great. That your name will be known by Satan. Acts 19 and 15. And the evil spirit said, I recognize Jesus. And I know Paul. 
but who are you? I need you to know right now, Satan knows your name. He knows your name because you killed one of his witches last year. He knows your name because no weapon that is formed against you has been able to prosper. He knows your name because he almost convinced you to commit suicide. But you're still here. He knows your name. He knows your name because you fought back and won. Jesus knows us by name. John 10 and 3 says, and he calls his own sheep by name and he leads them out. Lift up this hand, it's your fourth blessing. I'll finish on next Sunday. I speak over every lifted hand. That he's going to make your name great. Hallelujah. Eviction will not know your name. Intake will not know your son's name. The abortion clinic will never have a reservation in your daughter's name. Divorce court will not know your name. I don't know where my screamers are. I'm waiting for you to show up. Maybe they online. Here it is. The mortuary will not know your name. The IRS will not know your name. Bad credit will not know your name. I better say something. This is for my worshipers because there is a name above every name that at his name every knee must bow I want you to speak your own name out loud please speak your own name start a rumor in the universe that you are blessed you are anointed you are chosen you are called said these blessings are getting ready to be released and I need you to hold fast to what it is that I told you this is not for individuals this is for households you may be seated for the last time Proverbs 10 and 22 I want you to find it please Proverbs 10 and 22 the blessings of the Lord maketh rich. And there's no sorrow to it. Bob Marley said, if the only thing you have is money, you are poor. The blessings of the Lord maketh rich and add no sorrow. I don't want to um, sell you a false bill of goods. 
You're here today because you trust the integrity of me interpreting the voice of God into your life and into your family. I want you to hear with clarity that I am not in any way, shape, or form suggesting that every person in this room is going to be on the Forbes 500 list. I don't want to delude you into believing that uh, next year this time everybody's going to be in a Maybach in a Bentley. I, I don't want in any way, shape, or form to delude you into believing you all will be living in a 10,000 square foot home. But the blessings of the Lord make rich. And no sorrow to it. My late grandmother, Pauline Lucas Williams, raised 10 children in a two bedroom apartment cottage projects in New York City. My mother being the second of the ten. My grandfather my entire life was in the veterans hospital. Never heard me preach. Never been to a church that I pastored. And in that two bedroom apartment in New York my grandmother would summons all of us, the 10 children, all the grandchildren, into that two-bedroom apartment every Thanksgiving. Nowhere for us to sit. Four to five grandkids in each bed sleeping with everybody's coats on top of us. Roaches crawling up the wall. Sirens outside. Drug dealer on the corner. And before we could ever eat Thanksgiving, my grandmother would make us get in a circle. Hold hands. And before we could eat, my grandmother would just start yelling, I'm rich! All the grandkids are laughing. The siblings are looking at each other. My grandmother would not be dissuaded. I'm rich. Living in the projects. Roaches on the wall. A husband in the hospital. I'm rich. Till finally we Say, Grandma, why are you saying you're rich when we living in these projects? My grandmother would say, because I got 10 healthy children. None of them are in jail. None of them are on drugs. None of them are strung out on alcohol. All of them are saved. I don't know how you feel about it. 
but if at the end of this year everybody in your family is still alive you should be shouting I'm rich if all of them know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior I'm rich you are going to be blessed and God says this will be the test of your maturity is how will you trust me when I bless you and it's not connected to money will you still see it as a blessing the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof some of y'all can't shout because you got money but those of y'all that had the struggle but you know I never seen the righteous forsaken or a seed begging for bread I'm rich lift up that hand please I pray that God put you in a wealthy place. I pray he put you in a wealthy place where you'll never need surgery. I pray he put you in a wealthy place that you never have to sleep in your car. I pray he put you in a wealthy place so you don't have to divide your children. I pray he puts you in a wealthy place. But you won't have to compromise your integrity just to eat. Just to take care of the bills. I pray he puts you in a wealthy place. Where you ain't got to ask nobody for nothing. But you will look to the hills from whence cometh your help that your help is going to come from the Lord. And those of you that believe this year, God is putting you in a wealthy place. Would you lift up that hand and open up your mouth? I dare to just begin to thank him for your blessings. Thank him for what he's done for you. I think y'all got it wrong. This blessing ain't for you. This blessing is for your entire family. Come on, open up your mouth. I need you to shout out, everybody in your family going to be working. Everybody in your family going to have reliable transportation. Everybody in your family won't have to deal with food insecurity. Everybody in your family will be covered. And I declare it to be so in Jesus' name. And those of you who mirror that level of faith, would you give God thanksgiving for it right now? Come on, you can do better than that. I said, give God glory for it. I hope you are energized that you don't need an energy drink. What you just heard should have you off and running, chasing your dreams, pursuing your purpose, and answering your call. If this was a blessing, share it with somebody else. Don't be selfish. This is what God gave you so that you can be a blessing to somebody who needs it worse.